Hey, what's up, guys? This is Billy Humphrey. This is Corey Russell. And this is Gripped, Awakening the Grown in a Generation for Revival and the Return of the Lord. We are on episode nine of our second season. Wow. And this has been an awesome season. And the knowledge <laughs> of God, that's what we've been emphasizing every single episode. And man, I mean, dude, every single episode, I not only feel the Lord, but I mean, just weeping because yes. the Lord is so kind. He's so tender. He's so real. Yes. He's come so near to us. And um I mean, we're we're experiencing the Lord along with you. Like I, I really pray that you're being encountered, but I I've got to tell you, we're getting encountered, man. I I'm absolutely No matter how many refreshed. times you encounter each one, that's the power of revelation. It shows you you never get used to him. Yes. And and it and it hits you all over again. You're like, yes. This is why. This is why I live. This is why I live. This is what I'm here for. So, what we want to do uh, this this episode and and hopefully the next is we want to wrap this season up by trying to give some practical handles yes. for how to live a lifestyle that includes seeking the knowledge of God and encountering yes. Yes. and accessing uh, the knowledge of God and and I think for me. Proverbs 2, it gives a great, um, you know, springboard into yes, that. Yes, And And then I think we, we've we got to just talk a little bit about, not that anybody would do what we do, because you can't do what someone else does and get the same results, but there are certain things that are common to everybody. Absolutely. Right? You know, Absolutely. Like, because some people say, well, how much do you pray in tongues yeah, or how yeah, much yeah, do yeah. you read? And it's really not about how much, yeah. it's about the fact that you are obeying the, the voice of Holy Spirit, right. the leadership That's of the right. Lord in your own life, you're going your way. Because for one person, they might work 50 or 60 hours a week. You and I, our job yes. is to live in the prayer room. Absolutely. So, but the, here's the thing. The Lord will meet that person that's called into the marketplace, just like he'll meet the yes, person that's will. called in the ministry. Yes, place. he will. He'll meet them as they uh, put themselves before him. And you don't use, well, I'm called into a different sphere as an excuse to never engage him in this way. It's your inheritance yeah. is to know God. That's right. Is to be set on fire. It It's not about the time. It's not about the quantity. Matter of fact, we're going to be more responsible. Exactly. We're actually more responsible because of the time we've been given. <sighs> so what I've it found- puts a tremble in me. It puts a tremble in me of the time he's given me to seek him. And I'm going to be, a, a, but I want to say that to you at the same time. Are you being faithful with the hour that you do have? Right. Are you being faithful cultivating that morning hour or that noontime or that evening hour? Because that's what we want to go after is if you're faithful with that, I promise you there'll come all kinds of things that will happen out of that. Yeah. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've plugged away in the prayer room for 20 or 30 hours in a week and felt like I got nothing. Yes. And then just to turn around and in five minutes, I got an entire yes. menu of things yes. that it was like, where did that come from after I just spent 20? And the Lord knows how yes. he wants to multiply and, you know, absolutely cause the thing to expand inside of you. And so that point you're making, though, being faithful with what you have yes. is critical. Yes. Let's look at this verse. Proverbs chapter two, and, and it just gives so many um, little insights that 
and will enable us to help give you some practical thoughts on how to access the knowledge of God, because really this is what it's about. We want, we want to access this. We don't want to just know about the knowledge of God. We want to access yes, Jesus. Yes. So Proverbs 2, it says this, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment, lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And there's there's so many little points to this. I, I just love that the Lord, he, he the whole thing pivots on on one common thing that's 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 all of us have it's hunger that's right if you there's three ifs then i yes he says it over and over and over and the thing that i love about hunger is it doesn't take giftedness to be hungry absolutely no it doesn't take you don't have to be a good preacher you don't you don't you don't have to be tall short you don't have to be fat thin <laughs> strong weak there's no thing that is a any kind of external or requirement or unique giftedness for spiritual hunger yes spiritual hunger is just a matter of recognition of your lack that's it's it it's where we started the season it's recognition of your need that is my definition for hunger. And that right there becomes the open invitation. If you're in touch with your hunger, I promise you, he will, he will meet you. Right. And what I love about Proverbs 2, and I remember, you know, Mike Bickle shares the story. He was so hungry. He was seeking God in the, in the mid-70s. And he was he was on the search. How do you find God? Mm. How do I find God? How do I know God? He's reading A.W. Tozer's. He's reading A.W. Pink. Yep. He's reading J.I. Packer, Knowing yeah. God, reading these books. And he was, and they went to uh, Colorado to an FCA trip. And he's literally doing the read a proverb a day. And so right. he's discipling this young yes. guy. And so he's discipling the young guy, reading it out loud and says, yeah, my son, I don't think he called him my son. He goes, my son, if. And so Mike's like teaching the guy <laughs> going, see right there, that's a conditional <laughs> phrase. If you receive my words and treasure my commands within you. He goes, okay, that's a life in the word. Number two, yes, if you cry out for discernment, it's a life of intercession. Number three, yes, if you seek her as silver. He goes, you see those three ifs? It says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and you will find the knowledge. Of <laughs> it God. explodes in him. Mike goes, you will understand the fear of the Lord. And you'll find. And then Mike starts breaking down. He goes, oh my goodness, that's how you find him. And he, and he left, he said, he just left the kid and he went off crying. Yes. And as his world exploded, that's how you find God. Yes. That's how you find God. And and I what I love about Proverbs 2 is it makes it so clear. And it is. It's available for all. Hunger is the currency. It is. Hunger's the currency. And and the and Solomon gives us handles and how we move into growing in the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. Yeah. So all right. So here's all right. Let's just let's just break this down. So for Corey Russell, you're you and I, we're experiencing hunger. We we want the knowledge of God, right? But we've had those seasons yes. when we've been dry. Absolutely. Okay, so so you find yourself in a dull, dry season. What do you do to get from being dull and dry 
and binging on Netflix yes. to being Proverbs to if you receive the word, if you incline your ear, if you cry out, and if you seek, then you find. How, how do you move from dull, dry, and binging to pursuing like silver and gold? I just want to break down Proverbs 2. The, the first if is a life of receiving his word. It's meditation. And, and I want to talk about meditation here in a little bit as mm-hmm. it relates to this, but it's turning the Bible into dialogue back to Jesus, yeah. praying the Bible back to Jesus, receiving. Mm-hmm. It's more quiet in nature yeah, and it's more receiving. That right there is an aspect of getting dullness knocked off of you. Yes, There's a second aspect, and it, which means there's both. A lot of people just say, hey, man, I'm more of a contemplative. I like receiving. That crying out stuff, I don't like getting loud. I'm just more of a receiver. Well, we don't get to pick and choose. There's actual biblical commands. To cry out. That's right. Yeah. So we not only have a command to receive and get quiet, we actually also have a command to lift our voice. But let's be real. Like, I love receiving. Oh, yeah. I love sitting oh. under the fountain of his affections. Yes. I do that every day. Yes. We don't, we're not negative on that, but there's also a component that uh, as I receive, something begins to bubble up inside of me that ca- compels me to, to pursue. Yes. I always think about blind Bartimaeus. And I really think if you were to, to depict any of us, it's blind Bartimaeus, son of David, have mercy on me. Mm. Crying out, being offensive almost. Everybody tell him to be quiet. And it says he cried out all yeah, the more. Yeah. It's this radical, I don't care what you think. I want the knowledge of God. Yeah. I want to know God and I will lift up my voice for the spirit of revelation. So it's receiving, it's crying out. And then the last one is seeking her as silver and searching as for hidden treasures. And that speaks about intentionality to me. It speaks about uh, going after the treasure, the the life of fasting, praying in the spirit. I'm mining for gold. In the same way the 49ers, back in the 1849ers, would literally leave from the Midwest, from the East, and would travel with family, sell everything they Mm -hmm. had to move to California mm-hmm. to find gold. That same yeah. spirit yeah. is to come after us in our pursuit of the knowledge of God. Yeah. Now, you ask me, what do I do? The biggest thing I do is a lot of us will, the biggest thing, and I want to talk about breaking through shame, mm. breaking through, a lot of us will feel guilty. What have I done wrong? Why, why am I dull? Why, why am I not feeling? Have I done this and that and that? The biggest thing that I think in the journey is bringing, is showing up, the number one thing. Yeah. Finding a consistent time and a consistent place that you meet with God yeah. and not letting any amount of opportunity talk you out right, of it right. or distraction or warfare get you out of that place. Yep. There will be eight times out of 10, I don't feel a lot. I, I, I want to tell you that the feelings follow you building something sacred and showing up. Yeah. You know, I, I think this, I think a lot of times people, they find themselves dull and, and then they're, they're spending a ton of time either, you know, watching TV yeah. or maybe they're even listening to Christian podcasts, even something like this. But, but what they're not doing is they're not actually putting themselves in front yes. of the fire. Yes. So there's the, to me there's this place of are you are you tired of being sick and tired? Are you are you tired of being dull? Like you, you've got to get to that place where you're like, okay, I'm done. Yes. I'm done watching another season of whatever on Netflix. I'm done wasting my time. Yes. I want 
something more in God. Yes. And there's that, there is that sort of stirring yourself to take hold of God. That's yes. the, the Isaiah 64. He says, is there anybody here that's going to stir themselves to take hold of me? Yes. Is there anyone? Yes. And, and, and is that flesh? Is that striving? Is, what is that? It doesn't matter. Yes. If you'll come to grips with, Get watching more series of whatever on Netflix or playing another video game isn't going to get you into the knowledge of God and that you need the knowledge of God. If you if that truth is in front of you, then just simply at that moment say, okay, there's a time and a place. I'm going to do this and I'm going to set myself up Monday through Friday. Yes. At this time, I'll be in this place. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to seek the Lord. Yes. And just do it. And just, and put however you feel to the side. And, and this is a lot of people. I, I hear that from a lot of people. Well, I don't want to get religious. Yeah. Is a striving? I don't want to get it? into striving. Friends, there's so much striving in religion. The point is just get started. And yeah. in the journey, you'll drive out the, dri the, the, the drivenness and the performance totally. and all the stuff in you. But I want to tell you, that's the work of the devil is to keep you in the boat and never do it because you want to do it because you don't want to do it wrong. Friend, we, we're on a journey of reaching yes. for God. We're going to do it wrong. I'm not going to do it 100% perfect, but I'm crying out for God and that moves him. Yes. That's what moves God is me trying to touch him and reach for him because I want to grow in the knowledge of God. There can be this paralyzing passivity. Yes. Because you don't want to get, you know, into striving. So you're just waiting on God to make you. Yeah, it never happens. And and that, I mean, you here's what happens. We hear the testimony of the one person that got hit with the lightning bolt and man, they got on fire for God. And we think, well, that's what I want God to do for me. Yes. But that one testimony of the person that got lit up involuntarily by themselves without while they were playing a video game, <laughs> that's one out of a hundred thousand. Absolutely. Everyone else has to actually follow what the scriptural prescriptions are. Set your mind, you set your mind on things above yes. where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. <laughs> Seek those things there. So, there's always this invitation from the Bible for us to put ourselves in front of the word, yes. in front of his presence, to think about him. That's a scriptural prescription. Here's the thing. That's grace. Yes. Because the Bible's inviting us, grace is there to meet us. That's right. If we will answer those prescriptions with an action. Does that make sense? Yes. We're not striving now. We're just, we're actually doing what the Bible asks us to do. And, and I just think that that place of passivity waiting for the lightning bolt or that place of shame. Yes. Well, I've watched too many Netflix. I've binged too much and now God doesn't want me. No, he wants you. He yes. wants you. He is inviting you. The word is real and rich and true for you right now. My son, if you receive my words, if you treasure my commands within you, incline your ear, if you'll seek for her as treasure and, and silver and gold, you'll find the knowledge of God. That's for you right, That's right now. That's right. Right now. And so there's grace to obey the word. And I think that that, that can be so like... um paralyzing for people. Yes. They get stuck in passivity or they get stuck in that place of shame and then they just don't even act. Yes. So what, okay, so we we jump that hurdle. So we're not, we're not going to sit there in passivity, wait for the lightning bolt. We're not going to sit there and stay under the specter of shame. I'm going to set up a time. I'm going to set up a place. If you're, if you're, if there's a community that you're connected to or that's near you that has a prayer room that keeps that Beautiful. thing going that is your time and place. That's an easy 
yes. win for you, yes. right? Especially if it's a 24-7. There's not very many of them, but if it, you have a 24-7, that schedule works for you, I promise. <laughs> but here's the point. Hit that prayer room, or if you don't have that, yeah. time and a place, and what do you do? I, if I have an hour, and again, you could bring the same principle to, to 30 minutes, but let's say you're like, God, I'm going to show up for these 30 minutes. I'm going to do it before I go to work, or I'm going to do it after I got the kids down. Kids down. And I can finally focus. Yeah. I get it, man. Some people, it works in the morning. Some people late at night. Sometimes it's in the middle of the day. My biggest thing is find your power time and find the least distracted time of your day. Yeah. Now, we're all going to be distracted one way or another, but find the least amount, the time where you're getting the least amount of text or the time that's going to be the, the easiest for you to pull away. And I think about three movements in my prayer time. Wait, you said the least amount of texts. I never get my least amount of texts, but what I do is I take this phone and I say, there you go. over there. There you go. And I don't even look at it and I have to get into the word and I turn, if I've used my computer, all the notifications turned off. They're good for you. You have to. Yes, absolutely. Because otherwise you're just going to you're yeah, just going to yeah. sit there and it's a pinball machine. Well, I don't find as many people texting me at 6. I mean, you that's do, true. you do. <laughs> you know, 6 a.m. is the time though cuz yeah, that's yeah. when you can be quiet. That's where I found for me and I I've got a, a lot of energy on early morning prayer, right. but I get it. Different stages, different seasons of life. Find your time. But I would say this, I think about three movements. The first one, I think it ties into that first if. Open Bible, open heart. And just bringing you and just becoming present to soaking and being with him, lightly reading. I like to have a Bible reading plan. If you have a Bible reading plan, go on it. But wait for the verse to pop. Wait for a verse to lift off the pages. Mm -hmm. And when a verse lifts off the pages, I'll put my Bible down. And with an open heart, I have a CD on or something on. I will then be, move into just whispering that phrase back to God and just whispering, I love you, Jesus. I'm glad to be here with you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. You are beautiful. Thank you. What I do for the first movement is becoming present. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving all of my... Yes yesterday and all my regrets and shame and anger over myself over yesterday and my fears and worries over what's coming. That's so good. And I become present yeah. with you. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines to say is, it's good to be here with you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's an old friend. And 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 I like to look at him and say, Lord, we, we've been through some stuff. Yeah. You've carried me to this yeah. moment. And so my first 20 minutes is not talking a lot. Right. It's whispering. Yep. So Psalm 91 he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Most High, uh, of the Almighty. Dwell, that word means to sit down with. Wow. So what you're talking about, and this is the same, so we've never really compared notes, uh -uh. that that's the same practice. that Absolutely. I do. It's to sit down. I think of it that way. I'm sitting down with him. Yes. I'm going to dwell he who dwells in mm. the secret place. So I'm going to sit down with him and it's me and him. And wherever he is, is the secret place. That's right. Right. And so, I, and what I do is, I mean, 90% of the time, I have a, I have a, a single verse yes. that I will hold in my mind and I will dialogue with him on that single That's verse. beautiful. I actually use the same verse almost every time. What is it? It's, it's, I would just say it's my conversation starter with the Lord. And it's, it's John 15, nine. As Ooh. the father has loved me, 
This is a good one. I have loved you. Abide in, abide my, in my love. Ooh, I feel it just Je- even saying that. <laughs> Jesus says, the way the Father feels about me, I feel about you. Stay there. Stay there. So, I, I mean, I literally 90% of the time. Oh, I love it. I, I imagine myself, okay, I'm going to sit down with Jesus, and I will just start rolling through as the Father has loved me. I have loved you. <laughs> Bind in my love. <laughs> and I, it gives me all the permission I need to do nothing else. Yes. But to drink of his affection. Yes. Me. Yes. And it's from that place, honestly, I go into, he'll, he'll take me into tributaries of yes. revelation. Other scriptures will start popping. I'll start thinking about the Father. I'll start thinking about the Son. Other verses will start getting woven in. But I will just literally sit there with Jesus and tell him, I love you. Yes. I love you. Get Thank used you to getting out of your head me. and getting more audible, whispering phrases where you can hear yourself say them. I love I you. I love you. Yes. You, you are so good. You are so good. I, you, I just say those little things. You love me. I know. You love me the way Father loves you. You are so kind. You're and the kindest one. I will live there. Let I will live there for, and I will run that race. I mean, I will run that tributary as far as it takes totally. me. But what I found, totally. and, and so, <laughs> and so, a lot of times that will, because this is what we do. I can just stay there as long. But a lot of us are in different times, right. and hey, I got my block here, and it might be five minutes. Absolutely. And you sit down with Absolutely. him for five minutes. Show up for that five and say that. I want to. That'll take you in another. Place. There's another movement that I want to encourage you into in cultivating the receiving. That's mm-hmm. the first part of Proverbs too. There's another aspect of crying out. That's yes. not just loud. Okay. Now, now I do. I, I'm all about crying out, lifting up your voice. But I'm, you are kind of loud. <laughs> I'm loud. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, like you know, like spirits attract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to be loud like that. What What I'm after is activation. Activating your spirit. Yeah. Yes. And that's a different that's a great way to say that's it. That's a different that's a different movement than the soaking, yes. receiving. Yes, yes, I yes, love yes. you. There's a different part to where you begin to where I move into, I declare, God, you are great. God, you are beautiful. It's it's not just receiving it, it's declarative. Yes. And then I begin to enter into praying in the Holy Spirit. Mm. And what I'll begin to do is I employ that 15 to 20 minutes of yeah. focusing on the throne room, focusing on God in my spirit. And when my mind wanders, I bring it back yeah. and I'm activating my spirit now. Yes. It's not just receiving, it's reaching. Yes, yes. There's a receiving and a reaching that's got to take place in the cultivation of your prayer life. For sure. Yeah. I, and I, again, we haven't even compared notes on this, but that's exactly what happens. I sit down with him. I meditate on his affections. I dialogue with him about him yes. and, and, and I love on him and I move into praying in the spirit. Yes. And there is that place. And I like how you're saying it, I'm activating my spirit. Yes. And I will get into praying in tongues and um, the, the only way, the only way I could describe it is it's like I'm spiritually holding his hand. Yes. I'm aware of the indwelling Holy Spirit. So good. And I am sort of vibing with the Lord by praying in the spirit. And what I do, I like to get up and I pace. This is important about even body. Like, like I'm setting is the dwelling. Yes. I will, this aspect, change my, I will change my posture. I'll change my posture either to setting up and rocking or pacing. Yeah. And a lot of times it's pacing because now I'm starting to get more active yeah. 
in my reach for him and I'm activating my spirit. I'll actually pace. I'll do one of two ways. Either I get a wall. So I've got, I can actually walk without my eyes really open. Yes. Or I get a line of chairs. That's beautiful. And and I can actually kind of just sort of have my eyes at half mass, but I can get in tongues. You probably do this early in the morning. So you're half asleep anyway. You're kind of moving slow. And, and here's the thing that's beautiful is I'm, I almost, I don't, I don't have to be cognizant of my surroundings because no. I can just roll a- along that line while I'm praying in tongues. And there is spirit to spirit connection happening. Yes. Yes. And so I'm praying in tongues and I, you know, there'll be times where 15 minutes feels like I'm sledgehammering yes. it. Yes. And then there's times where an hour and a half just passed and I'm in shock. Yes. That was an hour and a half. Yes. Whoa. And, and I, I'm not even cognizant necessarily of everything no. I've prayed. I've prayed a lot of thoughts that have come through my mind, but it feels literally like I just held his hand Yes, for whatever that time is. And I get there by praying in the spirit. Yeah. And that's massive. And so I move from that. I, it's set, setting and soaking to activating and pacing. And then I move to the last part, which are request or making intercession. Yes. I, one of the gifts that I've said to the Lord, I want to give my wife, my daughters every morning before they get out of bed is I want to give them stored prayers. Wow. And so I will begin to lift up my wife. I'll lift up my daughters and I'll begin to pray apostolic prayers, Ephesians 1, Mm. Ephesians 3, Philippians 1, Colossians 1, and I'll whisper the phrases over them. Oh, Dana, I pray that your love would abound today, that your heart would be encountered in the love of God. That you would know him and that you would love him and that you would walk in the knowledge of his will and walk through all those prayers. And I whisper them. And then I have friends that are in need, you know, different uh, text or, or, or people that I'm connected to of stories. That's when I'm mentioning them before yes. the throne. Yep. And, and that, you know, the Lord put you on my mind. I'm whispering mm-hmm. phrases mm-hmm. over Billy, Lord. Strengthen him. Strengthen the house of prayer. And that right there. Is what I found. And and again, in what we do, I'll then rotate it back. I'll go sit back down, mm-hmm. open the Bible, yep. and I'll lock in on a study or a reading plan yep. or something like that. Very similar. That's exactly what I do. Now, you're a better husband than I am. <laughs> I might have to just steal that from you. I'll, I'll tell you, I'd make a C minus on it. So you, you can do it 65% of the time. It's but good. <laughs> any young ladies that are listening, get a man that will pray for you before you wake up. That's your guy. But yeah, yeah. here's the thing. Like I will take that next moment and I start lifting up needs. Yes. So and so sick, Lord, please touch them. Yes. But I don't have to wax eloquent if those oh, no. by that point, it's just it's like whispers. It's and it's the name. It, it might I just might say, Lord Corey, touch Corey, Lord, everything he needs. And and Well, this happened just a little while ago. Yeah. I mean, you woke up that morning. Yeah. I was on your heart and I was in a I was in a tough spot. Yeah. I was in a tough spot with just some dynamics. And the Lord puts you on my heart and you go, dude, you doing okay? Yeah. I just, I literally just text you and said, Hey, woke up with you on my mind. First thought, been praying for you this morning. You need anything? And it opened a door for me to. Be yeah. You reached you. out. And, but I mean, and that's how it works. You just make those little requests and uh, there'll be times when I'll get in like some intercession for something. For yeah, it's not real aggressive. But uh, m- most of the time it's Lord, just that situation. I'm just asking you, please, Lord, touch yes, that, move yes. in that situation. And then I'll go back into the word. Yes. Oftentimes now I'm going to, I'm going to get on a track. I'm, I, I'm on a study track. Yes. I'm, I'm either, you know, I'm, I'm prepping something or I'm on a study yes. track and I'm just going to stay in the word. And what, one of the coolest things I think that Mike taught us was, um, prayer. It was, pr- he calls it pray reading the Bible. Yes. And it's, you read the verse 
And then you, you sort of started dialoguing with the Lord about it. Yes. And you don't just, I remember you used to say, you know, um, you know, the old Bibles, you read the Bible in a year and you're like, I, I, I say, let's read a verse a year. <laughs> yes. Because yes. you get the verse and you're just staring at it. I've been looking at this verse in James four, for instance, and it says, do you not know the spirit that he's caused to dwell in you? He longs for it. He longs for that spirit earnestly. He My yearns goodness. for the spirit that he's made to dwell in you, James four. And I started reading all the different versions of it. And, and I think it's the message, which is like, for me, I'm like scraping the bottom of the barrel from reading the message, but it, it, it talks about he's, he's passionately in love with you. <laughs> something like that. And I was thinking, my God, the corrections that come in James 4 are because he yearns for us, Jesus. jealously longs for us. And then I start dialoguing with him about it. I'm like, oh, you jealously long for me. You don't want me to be an adulterer. Yes. that's Because that's where it goes. That's right. You jealously long for me. You don't want me to ask for things and spend them on my lusts. You jealously long for me. And I'll just stay on a phrase like that. Yes. And I'm pray reading yes. the Bible. That, would be, that would be one of the keys into the spirit of revelation is pray reading the Bible. Yeah. And we're all we're all like distracted two-year-olds. Understand that. And it and honestly, we're sharing what we do, but most of the time it doesn't feel awesome. It's, <laughs> no, it's, that's it's, so important to understand. It's really weak. It's really not that awesome because the most people get around me, they go, That's what you do. That's not that awesome. I go, I know. And that's the point. Is it's just weak. Little folk like us who show up and keep doing it. It's the consistency and the accumulation yes. that I think makes the biggest difference. Yes. And so hopefully this has helped you guys. We got to talk about fasting in the next one, yeah. how that works. We yeah. got to talk a little bit more about some of these. I want to talk even about 2 Corinthians 3. I want to yeah, talk about beholding, beholding becoming, yeah. and the process. Anyway, Lord, we just ask yeah. you, and I would tie this in with the spirit of wisdom. Yes. God, I ask you to release the spirit of wisdom Do upon it. us. You said, by wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding and revelation, her rooms are filled. filled yeah. Father, I pray that you would release grace to find a time and a place and to show up. Yes, God. Father, meet us, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Gripped. We hope this episode ministered to your heart. If so, feel free to subscribe and leave us a good rating. You can find previous episodes on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcasts. You can watch this episode and more on our YouTube channel, Gripped Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at The Gripped Podcast. To stay connected with Corey's ministry, you can find out more at www.coryrussell.org. To stay connected with Billy's ministry, you can find out more at www.billyhumphrey.com. Bless you guys. Thank you.